0: All right, thank you for coming to another episode of the Clay County Beacon Podcast. Today I have with me Tyler Groves. He is a write-in candidate for superintendent of Clay County Schools. Mr. Groves, uh, first of all, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate you making some time. Tell us a little bit about yourself and and why you are running for superintendent.
1: Uh, Thank you, Mr. Allen. I am Tyler Groves, as you said. I am 22. I'm a recent graduate of the University of Florida. I uh, spent my time there majoring in political science and religion. I'm very passionate about the goings-on in the Northeast Florida area. I, I've lived here all my life, uh, which hasn't been very long, but <laughs> it's all my life. And I just really wanted to get into politics. And I saw the races in my county, who, and I know a lot of the personal candidates in my county. Um, so I, I liked them, and I didn't want to run against them. So I looked closer, and, you know, camp is huge. So I saw, uh, you know, riding in there. And uh, that's why I'm in this election.
0: All right. So I'm going to ask you the question. That's the elephant in the room, Mr. Groves. Mr. Groves, did any of the Republican candidates in this race entice you with any sort of quid pro quo to run for superintendent of schools in
1: Clay County? Um, no, sir. I do not know any of the candidates. I've never met them. I've been asked if I've ever gone to church with any of them. And no, sir. I've, <laughs> I don't believe I have ever attended a church service or even a football game with any of these people. All right. Only former candidate, um, and I think they posted on Facebook, and that
0: was it. Okay, cool. Uh, and that's, you know, it's good to know you, you've become a, a very uh, hot topic already on uh, the social media pages that uh, people talk about these things on. All right, so secondly, the, the second sort of elephant in the room question is, did you know before you filed that coming in as a uh, write-in candidate would close the Republic, Republican primary in the county?
1: No, sir. I had no idea. In uh, in all four years that I studied political science and knew uh, politics and other things, I had never heard of that. I didn't know it was a tactic. I didn't know it was something that had happened. Uh, I thought generally that my name would not be on the ballot. I would be a write-in, that I might get one or two interview calls from maybe the Times, and I thought that'd be really cool. And that would be it. I had no idea that I was that the closing this out was a thing.
0: All right. Well, yeah, that's good to know. Um, you know, I think uh, the the election being cl- a closed primary with a via the write-off candidate is sort of a clay county thing, right? Like I don't know that if you're not here you probably weren't you very well may not be aware, right? Like, but there is, there is a history of, uh, you know, Republican candidates being accused of colluding with folks to come in as write-off candidates. You know, those are allegations. I don't know if they're true or not, but it seems to be the perception of a large amount of the voters in the county. So, you know, I, it's not a question or topic. I normally breach with anybody in an interview, but I thank you for sort of answering those questions. Now, um, you know, you're 22, you just graduated, graduated from college. Uh, why why should anybody not be concerned that a 22 year old would be in charge of uh you know what is essentially a 400 million dollar budget like do you have any any commentary towards people that sort of look at you and maybe say because of your your youth that you're not qualified like what are your thoughts on that
1: no i'm glad people are concerned it shows that they care about the community i mean if you were to read that on paper a uh, 22 year old in charge of the longest largest employer in Clay County you'd, you'd be skeptical and if you weren't something was wrong and I totally applaud everyone that's questioned me and definitely questioned my qualification and experience. You should be concerned about who runs your government and I think that's really the point I'm trying to make is to get people concerned and asking and looking at things and if people are concerned about you know my policies or where I stand on or I'm elected what I'm going to do, I'm glad they're asking me and I'm going to answer that wholeheartedly and truthfully. And that's how I believe you should live your life in general, not just politics.
0: All right. That's good stuff. All right. So let's get into, to some policy related things, right? So first sort of question I have for you is, uh, let's say, you know, Tyler Groves is elected to superintendent of Clay County schools, you know, day one, what's your, what's your priority as superintendent? What, what do you intend to focus on as you come into that office?
1: Well, I think day one after you know calming down and celebrating a little I would definitely call everyone that I thought was a good leader there I would speak out reach out to the teachers that contact me through messages and Facebook and ask some things that they care about and they concern, and try to figure out and get a team together that could help me through this process cuz I don't have you know a lot of experience handling, you know, multi-million dollar budgets and things like that. So I would definitely want to get me a group, good group of people around me to uh, not guide me but to make sure that I'm making informed decisions.
0: All right, interesting. Um so from your perspective, uh, what is what is the job of superintendent? Like what for what how does Tyler Groves Look at the job of superintendent and interpret the responsibilities of that job.
1: Well, I think the superintendent. I think of superintendents I've known. I've met my uh, own former superintendent, Mr. Farnsworth, and I've met uh, Mrs. Creighton. And I know that they handle hiring, they handle reviews, they handle budgetary matters, and either popularly or not popularly, they are the you know the all to that. They handle this. They're your boss. The teachers either like you or they don't. And it's your responsibility to, at the end of the day, make hard decisions when it comes to hiring, when principals, um, things of that nature. And what you do can really affect, you know, not just your four years there, but afterwards, as far as how your school performs and the quality it receives.
0: All right. So <clears throat> let me ask you, where do you stand on the topic of standardized tests? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, fuss and hubbub at the state level and, and locally about uh, standardized tests that sort of shoehorn teachers into having to teach to the test as opposed to being able to teach their students and, and help them learn the things they need to learn. Uh, where does Tyler Grove stand on standardized tests? Are you for, against, indifferent?
1: Um, I think out of all the candidates, I'm probably the most recent one to take any of these standardized tests. Uh, and I, was, uh, I never had a problem with them as a student. But once I got to, you know, thinking about it, how teachers are graded and their performance is evaluated on how their students perform, there are a lot of, you know, mitigating factors to how, like, students perform on a test. And a teacher can't control all of those. And I don't think that should be the end all to how they're evaluated. I mean, I see the new programs now of how teachers perform and prepare students for these tests. During my brief stint at subbing, I saw that there are how they are kids take these online um, exams and it shows how they're ready to perform on this next standardized test and that they're making improvements toward them. And uh, there's little benchmarks the teacher needs to reach at a certain times for each student. And I think that's really cool and it shows that you can actually see a child's improvement. But if you're just teaching toward a test and you're not really engaging, I feel like you're missing the point. A lot of my great teachers I've had over my life have really, you know, sparked an interest in learning. They wanted me to go out and learn for myself, and that's really helped me. That's the reason I, you know, am who I am. The reason I managed to go to U.S. and law school. I truly am blessed to have all the teachers I've ever had, not just the internet.
0: Okay, so uh, that's an interesting angle. I don't think anyone is as close to you are as to having actually taken some of these tests as a student, from the perspective of a student, did you, I mean, did, did these standardized tests that you have to take, and I don't want to get into the long list of all the different ones that there are, but, but was there ever a point where you perceived a benefit from the standardized tests where you as a student thought, Oh, wow, this test is good for me
1: because a, a, B or C. No, I never thought that. I just thought that it's something that I have to get good at doing So that I can, um, at first, I thought it was just something I needed to be good at doing so I could make it to the next grade level, and then I, you know, knew that this is what was going to affect my college admissions—that I needed to do well on these tests so I could go to a good college and so I could get a good scholarship. And that, as far as me, is the only reason, you know, I cared about those tests. Learning was all outside of the classroom, and other things my teachers did to inspire us. Like performing you know shakespeare and doing actual functional math was just different it wasn't a part of the test
0: <laughs> interesting um so huh, where do you stand on uh, another hot button issue in clay county um, is appointed versus elected superintendents since you're running in that race what are your thoughts uh, around whether the superintendent of Clay County Schools should be an appointed position or in a, an elected position?
1: I believe it should be an elected position. I think the, the people that pay these taxes deserve a say and you know, who is in charge of things that affect their kids and the community. And I, I think you should never take something away from the, uh, the people that live in that community to make that decision. I know that recently you had an appointed Superintendent who did a really good job, and that they're no longer there. But I, I believe wholeheartedly in the people, and that they deserve a voice in this.
0: All right, that's good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on there. For me, appointed versus elected isn't necessarily a deal breaker one way or the other. Uh, just depends on if you you trust the school board that's there that would be appointing the person. Um, so let's see. School safety. Um, Recently in Clay County, the school board has decided to spin up its own police department and and use funds that were designated to, uh, you know, as part of the school budget to pay for its own law enforcement agency. Um, In a Tyler Groves-led Clay County school district, uh, would you continue that tradition of having a dedicated police uh, agency, or would you look into maybe lower-cost alternatives, such as partnering with the sheriff's office like the county used to do?
1: Um, I definitely, you know, I see most schools and counties partner with the sheriff's officers. So it's interesting that Clay County has their own private force. Um, I definitely believe that we live in a very crazy world and a crazy times and that student safety is a top priority. You can't, you know, go to school and be productive if you don't feel safe there. And I know a lot of kids, even when I went there, which wasn't that long ago, that, you know, we actually had general concerns about safety and that's sad to say even you know small rural area but i know seeing the the resource officer and things like that made it feel safe and that doing drills although you know kind of worrisome they're, they're a necessity and we need to do those and i know there's even more things now with the uh the equipment you can use to really lock a classroom door to block out the windows and things like that but i would definitely want to partner back with the you know county police i think These people are trained professionals who live in the county and are members of the community, and we should partner with them.
0: All right, good to know. Um, So the the school board traditionally... In Clay County, if you look back at times, has had a a contentious relationship with the superintendent, right? Uh, I don't know how aware you are of that, but if you you can go back and watch some old school board videos, there's plenty of news blurbs out there about it. Um, What would you do as superintendent to uh, foster a positive working relationship with the school board if you're elected?
1: Uh, I believe to get anything done, you have to have a, you know, kind of a bipartisan approach. You have to work with people to really affect lasting change. So you need to work with your school board. You need to work with people that represent your teachers, um, the unions, the bargaining agreements. You need to work with them because those people are fighting for, you know, the community as well. And if you're not working with them, you're working against them. So I believe you have to come together and find a middle ground to get things done.
0: All right. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's important to, you know, yeah, I agree. You know, it's important to have a good working relationship and and try to listen to all your stakeholders. Speaking of stakeholders, um, what, what's your view on giving parents and community members a voice in, in how the school district is run? Like, how would you approach making sure that, you know, outside of like school board and teachers and people who work in the county, how would you approach making sure that people in the community and, and parents of the students have a voice in, how the county does things?
1: Well, I believe the county, is very proactive from what I've seen online. <laughs> and they need to continue this. And parents definitely have a right to how their kids are taught and to know who's teaching their kids and uh, what the programs they're gonna be doing. You know, these are things that come out of their you know tax dollars and they have the right to voice their opinions concerned, if not just through voting, but through regular, you know, uh, town halls or meetings with superintendents I, I always believed in an open door and kind of just open approach to how you should leave people should know what you're doing they should know what you're saying and they should know you're listening so i would want to always hear the opinions of parents uh, community people that live in the community because that's really what your job is you are working in this community for this community. So you need to know how they feel.
0: All right. Um, So a couple more sort of very specific policy-related questions for you. Uh, Another thing that gets a lot of conversation in the county are term limits uh, for local offices. Uh, What is Tyler Grove's uh, thoughts on term limits and and whether or not county-level elected positions should have term limits?
1: Uh, I'm torn on the issue of term limits. Uh, I believe, you know, for things that are bigger, like senator, governor, and yes, we definitely, they should be two terms and they're out. As far as local goes, I don't, I don't want to deprive, you know, good candidates from being there for a long time. Cause if, cause if people really like their, you know, state representative or if they really like their uh, superintendent, they should be able to keep them. But at the same time, sometimes those politicians get a, like a grasp on the job and they win every election, no matter what, even if they're unpopular. And I, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should have the same guy in there for 30 years, you know, the same mayor, the same superintendent. <laughs> Not for that long of time. And regular change is good. So maybe there should be a term limit. I, I don't have a hard number on that limit, but maybe there should be.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I stand on it too. Um, you know, if someone proposed like a one-term limit for offices, I'd be against it. If someone proposed something that was a little more, you know, you know, less than lifetime, but, but, you know, longer than one term, like, you know, it, it, to me, it depends on the specific proposal, whether or not i would be for or against it. So, all right. Last thing for you um, policy related on the ballot in November, there is a half cent sales tax uh, that is meant to uh, fund (coughs) repair and other building and and other miscellaneous capital projects for the school district Uh, is Tyler Groves for or against that half cent sales tax.
1: From all the research I've done, it doesn't seem, you know, half-cent doesn't sound like a lot. Um, you know, a penny for every $2 you spend. And I believe the number or the figure that's proposed is like, in, it'll raise $300 million for the school system. And that'll go toward school repairs and building new schools. And that's, you know, amazing that if you can just raise a half-cent tax, raise that kind of money and get new schools in repairs that are needed but I also stand to make sure that money is used for the things it says it's going to be used for that's my concern I know a lot of times you know taxes get raised money gets allocated and a lot of times it sits there and it has to be spent later so it's there later and I don't want the money to be misused or misappropriated
0: only concern all right so I'm going to ask you that question I'm going to I'm going to press you on that one a little bit Right now, if you had to vote yes or no, would you vote yes or no?
1: I vote yes. Vote yes. All right.
0: Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those that, you know, there's a wide range of opinions. I am notoriously anti-tax, so, you know, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm against it. But, uh, you know, I can sort of see the other side of the fence with people that, that have earnest opinions, uh, you know, that are contrary to mine. All right. Last thing I got for you, Mr. Groves. Um I'm going to give you essentially an open mic. Tell the voters at Clay County why they should consider voting for you for superintendent at Clay County schools.
1: Uh, I believe you should vote for me because as an alternative to what I can see as an establishment and a community that is upset how things are and how they are ran, um, I would honestly say, give me a chance. I know there's a lot of concerns you have and that there are a lot of opinions and questions We'll keep asking them find out i've i've been very responsive to all the questions and i will continue to be even elected i will continue to face criticism head-on with an open heart and that's why you shouldn't vote for me
0: all right man well uh mr groves i gotta tell you you know you're you're a pretty brave man and i appreciate you spending some time with me uh and i well, you know, you. wish you the best of luck in the election
1: i appreciate it thank you sir